stay awake and prepared for an hour you're not, you're not aware of. You know, recently, um, on the Thanksgiving break, I was visiting with my, my family. I got to watch a show that I had, I've been wanting to watch for some time, but I've never got to watch it, Ted Lasso. Did you guys watch Ted Lasso? You have. I, have, I haven't seen it before. So for those of you who don't know what it is, Ted Lasso is a, it's, I think it's on Apple TV. I'm not sure what channel. I think it's Apple. But in any case, it, it's about a, uh, an American managing an English soccer club. So no offense to the Londoner, sorry. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's, it's comedy, right? And so it's, uh, it's very funny. Uh, now, I didn't see the whole series. I didn't binge watch it. I just watched the, uh, the last of the first series. I know you should start at the beginning, but that's me. So I, I watched the last, is it? And the, the, it, the subject was it, not the spoiler alert for those. So the team um, was about to, is about, is facing relegation from the first division to the second division. So you know anything about English football, there's a division one, and that's a premier league, and that's what it's all about. Uh, and so they're getting relegated, and they're playing uh, Manchester United. And, um, and, and so the fear is if they win, they, if they stay, if they either draw or, or win, they stay in the, in the Premier Division. If they lose, they re- get relegated. And so Ted is trying to convince this team. Now, he knows nothing about soccer, you have to understand, right? Nothing about what we call soccer. They call football, right? And, um, but he's trying to manage this team. He's trying to, so they're all like despondent. They're going to get relegated. And he has this thing that in England they say quite a bit is, it's the hope that will kill you. And he's going like, the hope that will kill you? Like, that doesn't make any sense. That's the exact opposite of what we believe, he says. He says, it's the hope that inspires you, he's thinking to himself. So anyway, so he rallies all the team around, and he says to them, he says, you know, I heard this English phrase, which I don't agree with at all, he says. It's the hope that inspires you. It's a hope that will keep you alive. He says, and to have hope, you have to believe. And so that's where he puts belief all over the place. And anyway, I thought it was a great line because, uh, and that whole little talk he gave to the team, because uh, it's the very theme of, of, the, of Advent, it is, is hope. And it's not that it will kill us, it's the very hope that keeps us alive. Now, now hope is, is, is used by metaphor for us is the light. I mean, that's how we translate it. St. Paul, in writing, he says, the hope is the light of the world. We're called to be this hope. We're called to be the light in the middle of the world. We're called to be the one to bring the light to others. And that when we believe, we give hope to others. When we believe, we trust and believe in others, that we give them this, this hope to be. So, so what does that look like? I mean, that's great. Well, our, our first Sunday of Advent... It's all about this right in between times because we recognize we're preparing for Christmas on one hand, the celebration of birth of Christ, but also preparing for the parousia, which, is, which gets translated in today's the coming of the Son of Man. That's parousia. Have you often heard the term? It's a Greek term. It gets translated as the coming of the Son of Man. And what does that mean? Is It's often terms as the second coming, but it's about recognizing that the God is among us. God will come back and we will be united with God. So we live in these in-between times. So what we're called to do is to um, be present to the essence of God here and now. Be present to the essence of God here and now. That's our, our, our challenge. 
And so how do we do that? Well, we be present to the moment, and that we choose to, to believe in Christ, and we choose to be the light to others, the light in the darkness. And so what does that practically look like? Well, you know, we give a smile to somebody who's having a hard day. Or maybe if you know them really well and they're a loved one, then maybe it's just a hug. Maybe there's no words necessary. That we just, do we, we hold them and, and allow them to, to get through the state that we become the light to them. Um, it's a matter about believing that our world can be a better place and that we have a role to play in that by being the light to others, by being the light in the darkness, in an often darkened world that is covered with, with selfishness and, 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 and self-indulgence. And we're called to be, no, we're going to focus on others. We're going to focus on loving. We're going to give ourselves away in gentleness and in kindness and in forgiveness. That's how we be the light. There's a beautiful song um, written by El Balduck that, that talks about this, being the light in the midst of the darkness. And I'm going to ask Tamami and, and, and Jed maybe to, to sing this as the as closing to this homily, because it, listen to the words and let these words soak into your soul. And, and, and learn that, that the hope is, is, is to give us, we are called to be the hope. We're called to be this light in this world. Let's finish with this song.
Thank you.